Hot Takes Your Toast brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen with 30 years of serving Utah. All-star break, almost over. Jazz will play tomorrow night. What is your level of patience for the Jazz rebuild? Question of the morning. And fans are all over the board on this. Gary, my patience is like a gift card balance. I never know how much is left until I try to use it. Eric, he knows exactly how much is left. It's hard to stay invested when the front office makes moves specifically to make the team lose more games. Not a big fan of the moves at the trade deadline. I can buy that, yeah. I mean, you you think that the goal is to win when it's not the short-term goal. It's more of the long-term goal. So in the short term, you have a level of frustration because this is a team that maybe could have been in the playoff. And maybe it still can be. You can't completely rule it out mathematically for sure. They've got plenty of opportunities to get back in. But I think there's no question that the team isn't as good as it was right before the trades. John, we had winning players and chemistry with Olenek and Fontecchio. Now they are fun to watch. They weren't going to be champs, but they were a great product. They weren't fun to watch, or they were fun to watch, and now they're not fun to watch? What is he saying? Now they aren't fun to watch. Oh, okay. He's saying they weren't going to be champs, but they were a great product. I mean, that game, uh, the last game before the break was pretty fun to watch. That was entertaining against the Warriors, yes. Yeah. So. Hmm. Scott says it's going to take a while. Hopefully. There are some fun moments in the meantime. Well, you can have fun moments, but that doesn't necessarily equal winning moments. And what's your definition of fun? In order to have fun, do you have to win? For some people, the answer is yes. And for them, there's going to not be necessarily as many moments. Now, you can still have fun. We just cited the very most recent game. Well, they didn't win that ball game, but it was certainly, from my perspective, a fun game to watch. Uh, and the final analysis for me, though, whether you win or lose has no bearing on my life whatsoever. It, it used to be when I was younger and trying to make my mark in radio, I passionately rooted for those teams to win. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. The facts are, it just doesn't matter. I'm going to have a job either way. So when I was rooting for them to win, it was completely and totally self-serving. Uh. Although I have to say, angles helped me blur those lines. I became a, more of a fan at that time. Uh, it was a short, when you think about it, you know, compared to the statues, it was a short run. Uh, now, you know, I want to see them win because my f- I've got neighbors and friends and so forth, and it's still more fun to talk about winning teams, but I don't really feel it personally. But if that's who you are, then you may not have as many good times if you define fun as winning, and I understand that. Some people want to see the stars. Some people want the competition and the thrill. Some people want the W's. And some people just want the W's at home when they're there. I find that interesting that people get really revved up about that. The team maybe isn't good on the road. You know, this team obviously has had major struggles on the road. But if people go out for that night and win, I mean, we've seen seen the arena go nuts. Yeah, but that's just a singular time, though. I don't know if that's true. I would think that if you really want them to win, you want them to win regardless of where they're playing. If you're a fan, you just say, well, I'm not going to the game, so I don't really care. I think you would have a hard time generating emotion while I'm going to the game, so I really care. Colin says, let's just say I regret spending money on Jazz Plus. I don't know what that's about, so I can't speak to that. I haven't spent any money. I don't buy anything. 
nothing that's extra. So I don't have any subscriptions to any uh, periodicals or any of that stuff. Uh, I just don't be. To me, there's no need. Pay for the cable or satellite, watch the games, and you're good yeah. to go. Well, it's, it's the same thing with news organizations. If the news is that big, it's going to show up for free. It's just the unfortunate situation. And then the editorials. Well, the editorials, I really know what you think before you write them. You've been writing the same ones, essentially, or you've been drawing the same cartoons, essentially, for 25 years. So I'll pass on that. <laughs> so I already know what you think. So there's really no point in that. And the latest hubbub that lasts a few days to get all worked up and all blathered and lathered about it. And then next week, there'll be something else. <laughs> Chris says, I'm not worried about my patients. There's not much left. I'm more worried about <laughs> Lowry and Keontae. Some legends are close to the end of their runs. It'd be nice if we filled that void. Well, what does that mean? If Keontae's a legend, he's... No, you've... I think he's talking... That's how I read it at first, too. I think he's talking about the Warriors and the Lakers and their stars are older, so be the team that fills the void, and instead it's Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Uh, you don't know about Jason it. Denver. You can't uh You can't know what's going to happen in three stuff. years in yeah. pro sports. You know, so you just got to... You got to do what you can do to build your team, to build your franchise, and I don't think that you are at that point where you're worrying about somebody else. You know, you can get it in the '80s. The Lakers would build for the Celtics, and then that little run in the '90s, the Jazz knew they had to watch out what the Bulls were doing. But that that's very rare. You want to get in that position because that's awesome if you can get there for sure. What's your level of patience for the Jazz rebuild? And some people don't want to participate. Kevin, well, I guess if Danny wanted my opinion, he would call me. Danny Ainge just dialing the Brandon Jazz fans. Uh, you got some more no, patience? but if you're a Should fan, I... you have the right to voice your opinion. That's what this outlet is for. And it's one of the reasons why it's good. You can call us up. You can get on the on the whatever social media form you want to do. So your opinion... No, I mean, I don't think they're going to be worried about that. The old line, if you're worried about the fans, the next thing you'll be sitting with them and all that stuff. But that's that's they're over there doing their thing. As fans, you have the uh, right, I believe. There's this Ute fan uh, that has, I don't want to say come after me, but hit me up a couple times, well, probably, I don't know, five, six, seven times over the years. And a guy is a hardcore fan. And I told him, I said, listen, as long as you sign your name to it, I want to hear from you. If you've got a criticism of me and you're not just going, uh, you're a jerk, die, I hope you die or something stupid like that. You have a, a valid point you want to make and you put your name to it. I will answer it. You can send me an email. I will answer it. If it's a valid thing. No, so I think that's what they do have. A right to, if you have put your time and money and your passion and your interest and all that stuff into it, I want to hear from those people. Not the dumb takes, but the realistic ones. And and it's not just some fake name, what have you. Well, Kevin put his name on this. He says it's kind of a silly question. Patience doesn't matter because we as fans have no recourse. If we lose patient patience, we can't put the jazz management in a timeout like we can with children. I guess if you lose patience, you can stop being a jazz fan. Right. Kind of like, I'm taking my ball and going home. So he's just contradicting himself right but there. No, but nobody cares. That's not true. That is not true. One of the reasons Chris Hill made a change from Ron McBride, and then obviously 
uh, Urban Meyer was mm. a declining interest in the program. Empty seats, tickets not getting renewed. Yeah, and that's the thing with and the I Jazz. Think same thing with Kristobiak. But the people that have opted out of the Jazz have always been been replaced by somebody else willing to buy the tickets. Okay, well that because they've won enough. They he haven't gone on a 10-year playoff drought like the Suns. They haven't gone on a 14-year playoff drought like the Warriors or the Kings or the Clippers. They've never had that. Their worst stretch was they missed the playoffs five out of six years. And the one year they were in, they were, strapped. They were uh, swept. That was their, their worst stretch. Okay, and that's not good. But it's nothing it's not compared 10. to the other ones. It's not 10. It does. It piles up. Having rooted for a team that's done that in another sport, it does. It feels like when you have eight, it doesn't feel like just one season. It feels like never. And then you have nine. It feels like never. Now, the truth is you're only two or three away, two, three years away from breaking it, but you you can lose hope. Yeah, but you don't know. Uh, you, you don't are. know it. Right. You don't know it. I mean, you could be one pick away from breaking it, mm-hmm. uh, one one off season anyway, depending on what happens. I can tell you this: for ten years, nobody in the fam in Phoenix asked me if I could set them up when the Jazz came to town. Yeah, <laughs> it got real quiet for that decade, this year, huh? Three times. Oh, really? And they only played twice. Yeah, doubling up. You were there when one of them was. Yeah. Yeah. And why is that? Not because I desperately want to see the Jazz. No, it's because they drafted Devin Booker and then they got Kevin Durant. Right. And there we go. And they made the big trade for Beal and they there's did. high expectations. So that 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 speaks to it. You can have that situation, but they've never really had that here. It's been managed, by and large, it's been managed well. And the thing that I like, each time they've gone into the rebuild... They've gone in it, and they've had a plan. And it wasn't change the plan and redo the plan three times. And in four years, you have five coaches counting an interim. Ooh, that's rough. Right. That is the rough part right there. Yeah, they haven't done that. Greg, the rebuilding for the last 25 years. Oh, that's not true. I mean, in a sense, then everybody has. You're, you're constantly building. You're never not building. In the college and pro level, you are constantly building. It doesn't matter if you go 15-0 and 0 in football. You're still building. You're always building. Aaron says he's been waiting since the end of 1998. I'll be waiting forever. If they miss the playoffs this year, this will be the 10th time they've missed the playoffs in 21 years since Stockton and Malone retired. Now, you can argue part of that is, well, Jazz fans got spoiled and the law of numbers. Yeah, well, go talk to Chicago Bulls fans. <laughs> How long have they been waiting also, since that exact time frame? Also, spo- also spoiled by six titles in eight years. Those were the good old days. Right, but those are getting long ways away now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a whole generation of Bulls fans who like, they're, their parents tell them about that, but they don't, they don't know. They didn't live it. 30-year-old... 30-year-old Bulls and Jazz fans don't remember the 98, uh, the 98 finals. 
Jay-Z and Ainge have had a year and a half. They've only made this team worse. We've all heard the it'll get worse before it gets better cliche. However, there's no better in this scenario. We've gone from competitive to bad to worse, Steve says. Yeah. Well, that's the decision that they made. I, I think you have to weigh it against what would have happened if they didn't trade the two All-Stars. Because that's the comparison. So where would we be now? Donovan would be on social media and somebody in Timbuktu, Utah would have taken a shot at him and he would have been gassed and exhausted. Fortunately, in Cleveland, every single person agrees with everything he says at all times. Cool. (laughs) Everybody go to Cleveland right now. Right. And and they're good for them. They're winning and and but I don't know that he's I haven't followed it. I don't follow him on Twitter or any of that stuff. I don't do any of that. But I don't know that if he's been as active on social media in terms of what we would consider social justice, whether you agree with him or not. That's not the point whether you agree with him. Uh, as I certainly agree with his right to do whatever he wants to do as far as his desire to speak his mind. I mean, you can't just I agree with you, so therefore I support you. You have to either support the right to do it or you don't. Uh, and they're winning. They're second in the East right now. But is he going to leave? And so would you want that drawn out? And would those two— No, Jazz I mean, fans would dread that. They constantly told us that they got along, got along, got along. But the 400th time you tell me makes me realize, well, there's something there. Because you wouldn't keep telling me that it's the stuff isn't true. It would just speak for itself. Truth speaks for itself. You don't have to convince people of truth. What about the scenario where they move Donovan because they know he wants to go to New York and they know he's going to leave one day and they don't want to lose him for nothing and they want to get something for him, so they move him, but they bring somebody back that they can put around Rudy because Rudy seemed content to well, stay. Well, that was marketing. They already did that. And so... They could have had that. That would, That's who it would be. It's not, it's not a. Uh, what would the, the team look like? Is would how would the team look like with Markin and Rudy? Go down that path. It's just impossible to say. And then they could have kept Bogdanovich. My first instinct would be they'd be far more competitive than they are now. Yes. But would they be championship caliber or still hamstrung? Uh, yeah, what is hamstrung, though? Stuck in the 4-5 uh, series going out in the second round. Okay, doesn't 4-5 series going out in the second round look pretty good right now? Uh, it's certainly better than this, but you <laughs> want but you want hope of a title, and there would be, at some point, frustration with that. Why can't these guys Why? get to the next level? What? Because people want a title. I, no, yeah, but no, 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 not, not why is there frustration? Why is the, why are you guaranteed me they'd be stuck in that? Obviously, people want a title. That wasn't the the why wasn't directed towards that. Why would I naturally assume that they'd be stuck in the four five? Because other teams have better players. And Ainge had the same situation, mm-hmm. and he got Garnett and Ray Allen, and they so were they- going nowhere. They were stuck. Other teams had better players. But yet he flipped cards and ended up with a winning hand. So why couldn't he have done it here? Possibly he could have. Right. So that's again, right. why would I assume that they're stuck in the four five? I think because that's probably what he thought. Because if he thought he could have done it, he would have done it. There'd be less pain with that than what they're doing right now. I can't speak for what he thought. I have no idea what he thought. 
He rarely speaks. He does. He rarely speaks. I don't know what he thinks either. But I think from the outside looking in, that's the most... I don't know. Logical guess. And you're a Although logical it is a guy. Guess. Logic is a big thing for you. Yes. I have no idea. And I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying I don't know. I can't surmise anything. He rarely speaks. He'll pat, he said hello to me and patted me on the shoulder last time I saw him. And gone. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Out. And that's the way he wants to do it. And that was part of the reason the deal is part of the job. Jay-Z gets up there and fine. I don't really care about what he says. I care about what he does. Draft a star. Trade for a star. Move it along. Yeah, but if you you do not, there's no way you draft a star. Okay, because we were just talking about the Suns and Devin Booker's a star, and they drafted him. A future star, but not a star. Devin Booker went five friggin' years without getting even getting into the postseason. Yep, maybe four. Eh, but that's the point. The point is, yeah. the point is when you're drafting 19 year olds, their ability to come in and the dominate in the NBA, right. not good. Magic Johnson, outlier. Well, there's a few. Yeah, and they're just that's all they are. Outliers. Uh, but even he played two years of college ball. Yep, and that's unheard of. And yeah, he was an all timer. Sure, uh, but think about it. How many sophomores in college ball? could dominate in the NBA that very season? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> there were two guys who are projected, we'll see how it works out, as uh, first-round draft picks on Baylor's team last night, and they couldn't dominate in a college game. Why right. in the world would they come in and right. dominate in an NBA game? doesn't make any sense. So if they're going to go through the draft, you have two choices. Settle in with patience or get out. Doug says three more years. Okay. That that's a decent amount of time. They if they're not better, if they're not in a playoff in three more years, then this has been a failure. That'd be five years without the playoffs. Exactly. And currently, there's only one team in the NBA that has suffered through that. And you said that the most they've ever gone was five years. Uh, it was, was four this? and five out of six. Okay, so the most they've ever gone was four. Yes, after the after the Dwell Boozer era, mm-hmm. they missed one. They went and they got swept by the Spurs as an eight seed, and then they had four years in a row they missed before they, they had the Gordon Hayward, okay, uh, Joe Johnson, Rudy Gobert Clipper series, and that that's a won. decent timeline. They it's different people. They did have a change in there from Kevin to Dennis, and they also okay. had a team with a winning record that didn't make the playoffs. But there's a change from them to now the leadership is yes completely overhauled yes everything ownership front office yeah but that i think if three more years if you're willing to give them three more years i can see it It seems like a long time though (laughs) when you're going through it it does Uh, but in you know and i'd have to investigate that discover the timeline in terms of progression in those non-playoff years. So if you got to, so we're in uh, 23-4 right now, right? Yep. So if you got to 25-26 and you can really see Taylor Hendricks knocking on the door, he's he's refined an offensive game, 
Uh, his defense is outstanding. He's blocking shots. He's moving, doing all those types of things that, that an athletic guy with his measurables should be. All right. And the same thing with George. So you're talking about a Hayward timeline without the wanting to leave. Like Hayward was a good draft pick. He Different wasn't kind of player, physically yeah. big enough. No, but his timeline. He wasn't physically big enough. Had to add weight, and then he became a starter, and then he became pretty good. And then all of a sudden, there's pictures of him five years later, side by side. And you're like, wow, he's put on like 30 pounds of muscle. He's, he's, a, he's got a totally different frame. And he ends up being an all-star, and they go to the playoffs. Now, you want there to be more because he packed up and he left. But if you take that part of the story out, the trend as far as, well, I think they drafted a pretty good guy, and then over two, three, four years, you see the improvement, it keeps giving you hope. And that is basically what pro sports is about. Yeah, but clearly he, he needs to show significant development. Yep. Hayward was more along, but I think he played two years too, didn't he, in college. Uh, so he had a little I'm bit sure, more. I'm sure, yeah, I, can't, I don't know if he played two or three. I'd have to he look it up. He had more development. Yeah. I mean, a different player. I don't necessarily know that a totally uh, different player. needs to refine his I'm talking about more. he wasn't ready when he first came. And you could be ready for not ready for different reasons. I think the Jazz put him in a position to be an all-star. Now, he went and got it, but I think largely it was due to what they had around him in the manner that they did Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I don't know well, it'd that... it would be easier if, to draft if, someone who came in and made the splash. Mitchell I don't made. know if Hayward could have been an all-star just on his raw ability. I believe Mitchell would have been and is. He's a better player. Hence, he came in and made that splash right away. He's a great player. Yeah. No matter what you think of him, he's a great player. I, I mean, I love watching the kid play ball. Great player. Um, Hayward, I think it was, If there is there such a thing as a system all-star? I get your point. I don't know if that's exactly right the term. It was the right situation yeah. for him. He got the ball a and lot. And once he left, yeah. there hasn't been the right situation, and he's just been a totally yeah. forgettable player that made a ton of money. And no one's gonna remember him when he leaves, and no one's gonna. Are they gonna bring him back in the in the uh, you know the '90s thing that we have, or whatever they're doing with Okur? And oh, probably, probably. I don't think so. Oh, really? I would have said they're not bringing D. Will back, but they're bringing D. Will back. Yeah, but D. Will mended the bridge. <clears throat> he did. It was Hayward? Would he be? You know, he's still playing, so I can't say that. But would he be willing to mend mend the bridge? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I should have stayed here. That's all he's got to do. That really is. That's mending the bridge. And then he's good to go. Right. And I think he said it privately, so he might be willing to say it publicly. Oh, I don't know that he said it privately. I do. You got the sources, not me. You'll you'll find out. No, I won't. I think you will. I can't. I'm going to make you. You're the one who's connected. I don't got it. No, you're connected. You've won the awards, buddy, not me. (laughs) You're connected. You've won the awards, not me, man. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 The Zone. we got to take a break. Got another question coming up for you for all you uh, college basketball fans. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 The Zone.